0: Afternoon home for King's
1: Talk and more. This is Cattles and Rami. On Sackdown Sports.
2: We got breaking news out of the NBA, Rami. Uh Victor Oladipo has exercised his option. I know he's been waiting around for that for the last few weeks. The ground
3: just shook. Will Oladipo stay? You're uh, a nickel back guy, Nick? No. Um to be to be fair though, I they will have say Nick this. right in their name. They know. do. Nothing.
2: They also have nickel and back in their name. Yes, they do. They also have Kel, short for my wife's name. And not a, not a fan, huh? They also have Ba. I don't know what that is, but it's a B.A. It's in the name. So, to be fair, though, to the Victor Oladipo owner, you could argue that that opens the door for Dame Dalla to be traded to Miami because that helps them with the, uh, the Chicago. That's $9.5 that they can throw towards Portland with the other useless bag of money that, that they might throw to them. All right, uh, let's talk Kings. Let's get back to Kings. And uh, we were talking about Kyle Kuzma last hour and whether or not if we're having a little bit of a smoke screen happening here with Kuzma and Draymond Green, those two guys knowing that the Kings have a bunch of cap space and thinking, hey, if we just keep stoking the flames, if we throw gas on that fire, who knows? Maybe some other team will pay us like $30 million when... Uh, you know, other teams don't want to. Maybe just maybe. And there's a lot of talk, Rami. And there's going to be a lot of talk. We mentioned this yesterday. We'll mention it every day this week because that's the chaos that NBA free agency brings. And we love it. And we love it. We we eat it up like cupcakes. Mm. Can't, can't get enough of it. Love me a good cupcake. So there's a lot of talk. A lot of talk this week. Cakes. And there's a lot of talk about the Kings. A lot of, lot of Kings chatter. And Jake Fisher today... Yahoo Sports, you can check out what he had to write. had a bunch of things to write about the Kings and uh, elsewhere around the NBA. Fisher writes, uh, the name that's gained plenty of momentum as a potential Kings target is Kuzma, who once thrived down the road in L.A. and was nearly dealt to the Kings in 2021 before the Lakers rerouted Kuzma to the Wizards instead and acquired Russell Westbrook, even with a new deal for Sabonis, plus the Kings' expectation to bring back versatile forward Trey Lyles. Sacramento could have more than $25 million to play with in cap room. Simple question, Rami, because we started this show off of Fisher writing that rival executives expect Monty to have something rather big up his sleeve. And many around the league believe Monty's about to take a big swing. Would you be okay if Kuzma was the big swing?
3: <sighs> I told you yesterday, I'm going to be very open-minded. About the Kings and free agency, always a good thing. Not get my my heart and mind set on any one guy, and not and and try not to get my heart and mind set against any one guy. Like, oh, they better not, you know? <laughs> <laughs> How dare they do that? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but Kyle Kuzma being your big swing, it doesn't it doesn't do a a lot for me, Nick, and and. And I I know what the market is, and and that a guy like that is probably going to warrant the price tag that we're talking about in that high twenties, low thirty million dollar per year range. Yeah, and, and if they did it, I I I think I, my reaction would be like, okay, I I guess I guess that's I guess that's what Kyle Kuzma is is worth in in this market, and he makes them better. But does it knock my socks off? Do I get Do I get big swing feelings off that where I'm like, okay, this is this is a game changer. This is this is a completely different and much better basketball team than than what we were talking about last year. No, I mean, he's he's an upgrade. I think he's an upgrade and he makes you better. And like I said, when we talked about it in the first hour of the show brings plenty to the table. That the Kings that the Kings definitely need added to the roster. We, we yeah. talked we talked a lot about their versatility yep. last year when when playoff time came or or lack thereof. He makes them more versatile, but is he ever going to be part of a big three? No, I don't think Kyle Kuzma's ever going to be part of a big three, and and so I don't get big swing vibes from it. You're better, but it doesn't knock my socks off. The first thing that really plays a role in this conversation is how much
2: money would Kuzma make like how much are you paying him because we've read that Kuzma wants 30 million a year well of course he wants 30 million a year it doesn't necessarily mean he's going to get I want, 30, million I want
3: 30 million a year I want 150 million a year so I, I want money greedy. infinity per I'm year. not picky I'm you're, not picky over here greedy. give me all the money I know what I'm worth That's 30 million healthcare 30 million
2: a year would do it you see all the money give it all to me give it give it right to this guy so how much are you paying him? Because if you walk away with Kuzma at like $18 million, all right. And, of course, you'd say, well, Nick, if it's $18 million, it's not really a big swing, which would be a fair point. And that's why the premise is the premise. Would you be okay with Kuzma being your big swing? And to me, you're talking $25 million or more per year. Would you be okay with that? And I would be underwhelmed. I'd be underwhelmed if it was Kuzma at 26 $27, 28000000 a year. And for a lot of reasons, I don't think he's a 25 million plus per year player. I don't. I'd be more comfortable paying him 18. I've said it, and I'll continue to say it. if you, If you tell me around 18 million, okay, we got a deal. I can, I, I can live with that. 25 or more, I start getting an upset stomach. The first thing I wonder about Kuzma is whether or not he cares about playing defense. Does he care? He cared when he had to play defense, when he was trying to make his name in the league, when he was playing with LeBron James. He cared about playing defense. But when he went to Washington, his defense fell off a cliff. He looked like a guy that couldn't care less about defending. And if I am Mike Brown, if I'm Monty McNair, the number one thing I'm looking for is will this guy play defense for me? Is he willing to play defense? Does he want to play defense? And if he was unwilling to play defense consistently in Washington, if he signs a deal for 25 plus million a year, does that make him even less willing to play defense here because he got his bag? He wasn't willing to play defense to get his bag in Washington. Now he gets the bag, he's going to play defense here. Big question for me. He's got ah, I kind of don't feel like it vibes at times. And I'm not in love with guys that have the ah, I don't I don't know if I feel like it tonight. I, I don't know if I I enjoy guys that have that kind of vibe. And where has he been his best? He was he was great with LeBron. He was great as like the third option. He was great standing there and and you know, taking threes off LeBron's penetration and kick game. He was fin- but you know, what are we looking at here? He was he was really good in Washington when that team was a joke and he could do whatever he wanted. He didn't have to play defense. He could just Play offense. He could take six threes in a row if he wanted. Nobody was going to say anything to Kyle Kuzma. Nobody was paying attention. I mean, Kuzma could have took 33s in a game. Nobody would have cared. It would have been mentioned at Sports Center because it would have been, oh, my God, the guy took 33s. But nobody in Washington would have gave a crap. Nobody would have said, Kyle, you're going to sit down now. Kyle, bad shot. Don't enjoy your shot selection. The Wizards were a tanking mess. They couldn't care less. Bradley Beal ran out of there. Couldn't wait. Got his money and said, okay, now I'm gone. Porzingis wanted out. Nobody
3: was going to get in Kuzma's way in Washington. Aren't you counting on Mike Brown when when bringing in Kyle Kuzma, and getting the most out of him, especially defensively? I'm
2: glad you brought that up because text line 916-339-1140, text in. Don't you think Brown might have a really positive impact on a guy like Kuzma? Here's my question to you do you want to have to ask that question when you're paying the guy 25 million or more per year should we even be asking that question should you if you're gonna if you're gonna take a big swing if you're gonna pay somebody between 25 and 30 million a year if you're gonna make that kind of commitment should we be relying on the coach to get that guy's motor going on a nightly basis or should we be looking for a guy who's just got the motor who wants to play defense because he actually enjoys playing defense who's that guy that's on the market right now I, I mean Cam Johnson, I, I can go through some of the names for a lot less money. I think Grant Williams is a guy that wants to play defense every night fair, and would make half the money that Kyle Kuzma is going to make. If you're going to take that kind of big swing and you're going to pay that kind of money for somebody, do you want to have those kinds of questions surrounding that guy? Do you want to ask yourself going into a night, well, is Kyle going to play defense tonight? <laughs> Is Kuzma going to jack up a bunch of bad shots? Like, and I'm not telling you he's a bad player. He's not. I personally don't love his game. I struggle sometimes to like his game, let alone love it. But he is a high-volume, three-point shooter who's not very good at making threes. He's a low-percentage, high-volume guy who is incredibly streaky. He is a high-usage player with a low free-throw rate. And one of the things that I think this team needs offensively is a guy that can get to the line. You got De'Aaron Fox. Who else do you have? Domas doesn't take a ton of free-throws. HB, was a struggle all year. Keegan gets a free-throw. It's like we want to throw a parade. And I love Keegan. But he took, what, one free-throw a game this year? I'm not even kidding. No, I think you're right. Keegan never gets to the line. Herter doesn't get to the line a ton. You need... If you put Kuzma out there, like, offensively when you talk about free throw rate, very similar to Harrison Barnes, but he needs the ball more than Barnes. So he's not going to get to the line a ton. And I just, and I wonder, and I wonder because some of the things that he has said and some of the things that he has tweeted, you know, I really, really wonder if Kyle Kuzma gets the money that he wants. Are you going to get the buy-in from him? And maybe Mike Brown gets it from him. Again, do you want that to be the case? Do you want to need your coach to get something from him? To drive it out of him? So, I just... I'd be underwhelmed if Kuzma is the
3: big swing of the offseason. Underwhelmed is is a good word. Again, not a bad player. Not entirely disappointed. Not not that he doesn't make him better. But, yeah, I think underwhelmed. It doesn't knock my socks off. But... That they would be a better team with Kyle Kuzma than they were last year, would they not? He's an upgrade on Harrison Barnes. Do you, is that is that not a fair statement? Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. Again, I, I, I'm, it all depends on the money. If you told me Kuzma's here for like eighteen million, I could deal with it. If you're telling me you're paying that guy twenty-five to thirty million, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a little bit of Ajita. I'm not I'm not gonna be in love with that. I'm just not going to your thoughts, you've heard my thoughts, you've heard Rami's thoughts, 916-339-1140 is the text line, 1-800-920-1140 is the phone number, of course, you can always reach us, YouTube, YouTube YouTube.com, Sactown Sports, 1140, don't forget to give us that thumbs up, we always appreciate those when you are kind enough to give them, Uh, what do you think, would you be okay, would you be okay if Kyle Kuzma was the Kings big swing this offseason, this summer, we'll talk about that more in 90 seconds.
4: One mile at a time during the afternoon drive.
1: Cattles and Robbie.
4: Sacktown
1: Sports.
2: I should have warned everybody that I'm on like four hours of sleep. A little, little bit of feistiness today, yeah. right? A little bit. So if you're going to take shots at the king, don't miss on the YouTube. We've talked about this before. I don't do they this very a often. Who shot at me? I, no, you're oh. not the king. Oh. Maybe one day, beep, boop, beep. beep. But uh, who's wearing the king's shirt
3: right now? But that's fair. He's wearing R two D two, so it's I, certainly not him. I thought I was wearing a king's hat for a second, and then I remembered. I always forget what hat I'm wearing. I don't do this very often, but I, I, I do tell people
2: if you're going to take a shot or you're going to question me, you're going to just be ready. Because if you make the list, it might not be good for you. So with that in mind, let's go to the real cheech, the YouTube chat. The real cheech. Yeah, not the fake one. According to the real Cheech, he's the real Cheech. Huh. Or it might be a shit. You just made the list. Yep. Real Cheech made the list. According to Cattles, no player is good enough for the Kings. Yes, because that's what I said. Because I said Kyle Kuzma making 25 to 30 million would be an overpay. That means nobody's good enough for the Kings. So let me remind the real Cheech. I was here for about two months when the Sabonis trade was made. I was one of the only people that publicly stood up for Mont McNair and said that I liked the trade. Everybody else was calling me and tweeting me, telling me that this was the worst deal ever. This is terrible. This isn't going to work. Thumbs down. How can you trade Tyrese Halliburton? I said, I don't mind the trade at all. I was the guy two months here in Sacramento that broke it down and told you that the guard position was stocked to the point where they were going to have to get rid of somebody. And I told you that De'Aaron Fox, at the time, a year removed, obviously De'Aaron's value has gone through the roof the way he played this year. But at the time when that deal was made, Halliburton had the value. You had to deal him if you wanted somebody like Domas. You needed more roster balance. Didn't hate it at all. Okay? So real cheech, I was good with Sabonis. Do not come for me unless I call for you. last (laughs) Last summer, I loved every move. Last summer, I loved the Herder trade. Last summer, I loved the Malik Monk signing. Well, I liked Malik Monk signing. Uh, And and I liked pretty much everything they did. I was fine with the Keegan Murray pick. I would have taken Jaden Ivey, but I was fine with the Keegan Murray pick. Absolutely fine with it. I don't know how many times Rami and I have talked about how Monty had a home run last offseason. That's why he won the executive of the year. No issue with that. And as far as guys who I think are good enough for the Kings. I've named many of them. Rami has sat here and we've gone back and forth on names. Nas Reed I would have loved. Cam Johnson I would love. Grant Williams I would love. John Collins. I think it's a fair question. And maybe we asked a question on Friday if Kyle Kuzma ends up being the guy for 25 to $30 million. I think it is a fair question to ask whether or not it would have been better to trade for John Collins than to sign Kyle Kuzma. I think that is a legitimate fair question to ask. Sure. I would have taken John Collins. In real cheech, I can go on and on with names. So just because we might disagree on a player doesn't mean that I don't see any fits for the Kings. Or a season's going to be a waste and the offseason's going to be terrible. I just
5: wouldn't pay Kyle Kuzma twenty five million or more. I just wouldn't do it especially because it sounds like Rashawn Holmes on the 24th pick might have been enough to get John Collins would have absolutely been enough they took
0: uh,
2: I have to respect Rudy gay because I grew up a big Rudy gay fan and the guy look he, he he obviously played a lot more NBA basketball than this five foot eight Italian did but Rudy gay is useless in the NBA right now it was a bag of basketballs. He's a contract. Yeah. He's a contract. It's a very expensive bag of basketballs with a second-round pick. Right. So absolutely the
5: Kings could have had John Collins if they wanted
3: him. It's an interesting point.
5: Which Rudy is, Gay was giving you five points on the 30-win jazz. God bless you, Rudy Gay. Which is quite impressive.
2: He's 37 years old. It's pretty good. But the, the Kings could have easily made a John Collins trade. So it's, I think it's a fair question. If Kyle Kuzma ends up being the guy, you could, you could have that fair question of whether or not it was better to go out and get John Collins than it was signing Kyle Kuzma to a four-year, $100-plus hundred plus million contract. Fair. I'm not telling you if it's right or wrong, but it's, it's fair. Other reaction, Ronnie, Let's get into it. Ifo3, uh, I think it is, on YouTube, YouTube chat here, in my opinion, Kings should go get Jeremy Grant and then try to pull Brook uh, Brooke Lopez or Vucevic from Chicago. Uh, I think Vucevic is going to stay, from what I've read. I don't think he's leaving. Rami's been on the Brook Lopez thing. You want to kind of restate your
3: case for Brook? I just think he's a lot of what they need. He can. He's going to defend the rim. He's going to rebound. He's going to stretch the floor from, from the five position. I think it gives you some versatility in terms of you can play a bigger lineup with Domas at the four. You can... Bring some guys off the bench and play a smaller lineup. Move Domas to the five. I, I really like the idea of a Brook Lopez. Pretty cheap, too. The end uh, in the YouTube chat says, I wouldn't take Kuzma if he paid the Kings. <laughs> That's
2: a little far. I away. thought I wasn't a huge fan of his game. The end yeah, can't really. stand his game. Is it the sweaters? David Neal says, nobody knows what Monty does. And David, yeah, we, we talked about that at the beginning of the show. And I, I'm starting to wonder. I tweeted this at Nick C Radio. Again, it's at Nick C Radio if you'd like to follow me. But I tweeted earlier today, I'm starting to wonder with all of this like overwhelming Kuzma talk and Draymond Green talk, I'm starting to wonder if it's a little bit of a smokescreen. I'm starting to wonder if that's Kuzma and Draymond's teams, their reps, so to speak, right? Putting this stuff out there because they know the Kings have the third most cap space in the league right now. You could argue that that's the case because Monty does play it close to the vest. More reaction, Cole G., Getting Kuz has little or no relationship to getting Sasha. Uh Kuz over Sasha all day, unknown commodity is Sasha. Cole also says that uh Coos is worth eighteen to twenty million. I would tend to agree on that. I, I tweeted out the other day fifteen million. I was probably low balling. I think around eighteen million is fair. Um, but he says he's worth around eighteen to twenty million. But Cole says he thinks Sacramento still has to slightly overpay for free agents. Which is an interesting that take. That might be the case. Interesting take. Maybe I've given, you know, maybe I've given the Kings too much credit in the ether,
3: thinking that it doesn't really matter. I just think that people I I have to keep making this point, man. It's hard to get used to NBA money. You, and you have to recalibrate every year what makes sense in terms of what guys are getting paid in the NBA. It's it's do. a different world, man. And the cap it's is gonna a completely different world. The
2: cap is gonna go up. And you know, I remember look, I remember doing some radio in Boston when Marcus Smart was getting his extensions and stuff like that. People were going crazy. Marcus Smart for 17, 20 million a year. And now everybody's saying it's a great contract. Everybody loves that contract. So yeah, that's how it works. And that's why I think I'd be fine if Kuzma was like eighteen million. I'd be fine. I'm not gonna really hassle over like a million or two, okay? If I think he's a $15, $16 million player, what the hell is $18 million? It's a lot for us. It ain't a lot for an NBA team, an, an extra million or two. I would take eighteen. Now, if Kuzma's making $28 million, yeah, I'm, I'm underwhelmed. Very much so <laughs> in that signing. Uh, more from the end. This disproves how much he does not like Kuzma's game. Kuzma's the second coming of Buddy Heald. Oof. Except he shoots 33% from three for his career. No defense, turnover prone, inefficient shooting. Uh, I'd say defense when he wants to. And with this team, do you really want to bring somebody in that defense has been optional? I lean towards not. I lean towards bringing somebody in who takes pride in their defense, has been competitive on that end of the floor consistently, night in and night out, no matter who they're playing, no matter who they play for, no matter how much they've been losing, et cetera, et cetera. I'd rather have somebody who is willing to give me that defensive edge because they want to. Kuzma could be a really good defender. It's just – it. it, it it looks like he, wa- he when he walks into the arena, there's a coin waiting for him at the front door of the locker room, and he flips it. He's like, heads I'm playing defense, tails I'm not tonight. And then he flips it, and whatever happens, happens. Do you want a guy like that? Do you want a guy that Mike Brown has to pry defense out of him if you're paying him $25,
3: 30000000 a year? Yeah, I don't know if the rest of his game is strong enough that I necessarily want that. And
2: the three-point shooting is true.
3: I mean, he is
2: incredibly streaky. We we had fun with Malik this year and we love Malik. We love Malik. Jay Triano loves Malik. And even Jay Triano said on the show during an interview this year. That yeah, I think it was the Houston game, right? They they didn't know if Malik was playing for Houston the first three quarters. So there's some of that to Malik's game, right? That we've talked about Monk gonna monk. You get the full monk, yes. right? Did you get the full monk? We'll get the full monk. The full monk time. is like, "Hey man, this guy'll be hot. He'll go 7 to 10. He'll, you know, and he'll look incredible and and then some nights he'll take some awful shots and it, it's like, "Oh my god.
6: We didn't know which team he was
2: playing for." <laughs> there he is. That's the coach. That ain't me. That's the full monk. Kuzma's got a little monk to him.
5: He does. Barnes and Kuzma's three-point numbers are not that dissimilar this year. Barnes just had that one month where he just went supernova.
2: Kuzma takes a lot of quick bad threes. It Look, maybe that'll change in Sacramento. But I asked the question again. Do you want to pay that kind of money for a guy that you just have to believe is going to play defense? You believe he's going to wake up and have better shot selection? You believe he's going to be fine when he gets the bag and he's not going to want to be the number one guy or the number two guy. He's going to want the shots. He's going to want all the shots. These are all legitimate questions. I'm not telling you he won't change his game. He won't change himself. I'm not telling you that. But if you're Monty McNair, the idea is that you're sitting in the office right now. You're sitting in the office if you're Monty and you're looking at paying 25 to 30 million to a guy that you're not sure if he's going to be all in every night. That's a dangerous proposition, risky signing and it could pay off. And it does. If
3: it does great. If it does, we all feel good about it. If he's plan a, again, you use the word underwhelmed. I would be underwhelmed. If, if other guys go off the board, you know what I mean? And as, as the free agency dominoes fall, and you end up with the Kyle Kuzma even if it's around the price tag that we're talking about i think i think i might be okay with it not 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 over the moon not my socks knocked off probably underwhelmed as we keep saying would be a good way to describe it but i'd be okay with it and i and i'd say okay they're better they're better than they were a year ago all right uh, we're going to keep the kings off season
2: talk continuing here as we do a little bit of feeling it or fraudulent next
4: Sacktown SPORTS
7: HEADLINES I'm Simone with your SACTOWN SPORTS HEADLINES. Earlier today, the newest Sacramento Kings spoke with media members at Golden One Center. The press conference included welcoming guard Colby Jones.
6: What's up Sacramento? It's Colby here. Um, first day here, really excited, ready to get to work.
7: And forward Jalen Slauson.
3: What's up, Kings fans? Jalen Slauson. Uh, just touched down in Sacramento a little while ago. I'm excited to get to work. Can't wait to, can't wait to meet y'all. Like the beam, baby.
7: For more on their coronation, check out SactownSports.com. And of course, pull up your Sacktown Sports app for the latest Kings news and notes, leading you right up until summer free agency. Lastly, Sacramento Kings Associate Head Coach Jordi Fernandez has accepted assignment leading the Canadian National Basketball Program. I'm Simone. Those are your Sactown Sports headlines. We got feeling it or fraudulent next on Cattles and Ronnie.
1: Is it really real or is it fake? Truth or Fugazi?
4: It's time to find out.
1: Is feeling feel it or
4: fraudulent.
2: All right. It's a big moment for Simone. We got Simone ready. She's locked and she's loaded to do Feeling It or Fraudulent. This is going to be a King's free agency slash trade edition of Feeling It or Fraudulent. And uh, we're going to be transparent on this program like we always are. We blatantly stole this from Tim Wax, Maxwell, on Mm -hmm. uh, Twitter. Yes. So thanks to Tim. Oh, we did?
3: Yes, we did. Oh, oh, you mean the the actual t- I thought you meant the whole segment, the feeling and fraudulent no. segment. I was like, We
7: did. <laughs>
2: no, I created I had this. no idea.
3: This was my yes. brain shot. No, the I, I flavor will take,
7: the flavor today. Yes. I, okay, gotcha. I I will
2: take I will take credit for gotcha. the uh the segment, the topic, the mm-hmm. feature. Mm-hmm. But as far as the specific questions today. The subject yes. of today's shout the out to Tim problem. Maxwell. Gotcha. Absolutely. Uh for providing the pick your poison idea for the Kings offseason. So with that said, Simone, without further ado, yeah. hit us up with some feeling it or fraudulent King style.
7: Excellent. Gentlemen, I'm going to start at the top of the key. I know we just touched on it earlier at the top of the hour. And of course, if you missed anything, you can download us wherever you enjoy podcasts. I'm, of course, talking All about time. Kyle Kuzma. Are we feeling it or fraudulent offering 105 million over four years for Kyle Kuzma. Feeling it or fraudulent, please?
2: Rami, that's what, about 26
3: 26 million a year? 26 million a year? Feeling it. Feeling it, not, not 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 overwhelmed by it, but feeling it. I think that's that's the neighborhood you're you're probably gonna have to pay to get a Kyle Kuzma. And as Stop I've the said, McNair. if that's your Stop,
7: up, if
3: that's your upgrade, I'm I'm not while not having my socks knocked off, I'll I'll be satisfied. Feeling it,
7: feeling it. Okay, and Nick,
2: I've said enough about Kuzma. It's fraudulent. Moving forward to the next person.
7: All right. We're moving right along. Running it back with Mr. Harrison Barnes, a.k.a. the Black Falcon. We're looking about 64 mil over four years. Feeling it or fraudulent? Nick, why don't you take this one first? All right.
2: So this is uh, $16 a year. Here's what I'll say. The finger just went up. Yes. I'm feeling it. If... Brian Winhorst double double index oh, finger oh. Both oh, fingers oh, oh. Yes. Double finger your way. Um I'm feeling it. HB at 16 million per if you upgrade over Kevin Herter. If you talk me into going out and getting oh, wow. an upgrade over Kevin Herter. Yeah, if you get an upgrade at the 2. If you talk me into hey, we upgraded significantly at the 2. And we brought back Harrison Barnes on a very affordable sixteen million per contract. I could feel that. I could sit there and say, yeah, well, he's a he's a fabric veteran kind of guy. Sixteen million a year for a starting four gave you some flexibility again to maybe upgrade at the two, and the two is really the only position that you got to look at, right? You're not upgrading from De'Aaron. You're not upgrading from Domas. You're certainly not moving Keegan out of the starting lineup. So, if you brought Harrison back on a very reasonable deal like sixteen mil, if you went out and got a stud to play alongside De'Aaron Fox, I'm fine with it. If you're telling me Harrison Barnes for sixteen
3: million and a bunch of bench pieces, not in love with See, that. See, that's 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 where I was going. I was I was going to say if, if it's if it's Harrison Barnes and an upgrade or two to the bench. Yeah, I think I, th- I talked about that with with uh, with Kyle and Chris and the crosstalk from Chris and company. I think I'd be okay with that. I don't know if I'm setting the bar too low for the Kings this offseason. I'm are. gonna be okay or pleased with <laughs> with a lot of things, with a lot of possibilities that, that we talk about. Black low Falcon. bar setter. Yeah,
7: allow oh. me allow me to reset. Was that a feeling? it or was Feeling that, it. Okay. Yeah, feeling right. it with feeling some it. bench
3: upgrades. Sure. Yeah. Black Falcon.
7: <laughs> oh. <laughs>
3: Oh my gosh. G <laughs> man. Cool. Right
7: along, although we already know he's gonna be taking his talents to the snow capped mountains of Utah, if the Kings could have locked in John Collins for four years with forty or excuse me, seventy-five million. Are you guys feeling that or fraudulent?
3: Yeah,
2: so you look at Collins's contract, and this would also be a part of the conversation I brought up last segment, Rami, that... You know, if you end up paying Kyle Kuzma over $100 million for four years, would you have been better off rolling with John Collins? Because Collins, that third year on his contract is a player option, he might opt out. We've talked about the money's going up. If he plays well for Utah, he could opt out. So you're looking at like three years around $75 million for Collins. I'm actually, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it if, I'm feeling it if you're telling me it's Kyle Kuzma or Harrison Barnes at the four. I would have taken a shot at Collins because short,
3: shorter term money. You're looking at a two year deal, maybe a three year deal at 25 million per. And maybe the better player. Yeah, I'm feeling it. I'm with you right there. We finally found one we agreed on. I'm feeling that one. So we agree on that. We That's agree.
2: Finally, Beautiful. all right. We got one more left.
7: One more. PJ Washington, another Kentucky Wildcat, to join the fray here at King's Landing. They're looking about four years, sixty-four million. Are you guys feeling it, or is that absolutely fraudulent? Four
3: years at sixty-two or sixty-four? Sixty-four. You said? So it's like so the it's same deal that Harrison year. was going to get. Good yeah. math, Rami. Yeah, sixteen a year. I would do. Yeah, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it, PJ Washington, four years at 64 million, and you still have money left over to go to go do a little something else with it.
2: Yeah, um,
3: for a restricted free agent, right, Kyle? I get that
2: right. PJ Washington's restricted, so you'd have to take the gamble of you might have to sit around for three days and wait to see if Charlotte matches, and if Charlotte matched, then you're in, in some trouble. Uh, but if you told me you could get Washington for 16 million per, freaking absolutely,
3: absolutely.
2: That seems very low. I, I it would be a great number, It'd be a great number. I think Washington's got a
5: high ceiling, high ceiling, great fit with Domas. He's only twenty four years old, sixteen points per game, five rebounds, shoots only thirty four percent from
3: three. I uh, I'll take that. He's young. I could go up a few points with some open shots that are going to be created yep. for him. Yep.
5: Career thirty six. Just last season thirty four point eight. He's younger than Kuzma. Only 24. That's
2: the other argument for John Collins, by the way. Collins is, what, 25? People think Collins is, like, 30 because <laughs> he's been in rumors <laughs> for three years. Collins is 25 years old. So there you go. Feeling it or fraudulent? We both are feeling P.J. Washington.
3: I was feeling all of it. Yeah, Rami was just very... Rami's in got lower field. standards than you. Very, very touchy-feely. Ooh. Very touchy-feely. Trishon Myers says feeling it with P.J. Washington. Yes.
7: Yeah, I was, too. I think... I forget we did this uh, exercise a couple weeks ago, and that's why it's probably good.
3: feeling it more than any of the rest with PJ Washington yeah. at that at that price point.
7: Oof! And them just having another wildcat, you know the boys are going to love it.
2: Tim Maxwell's just giving me content. I'm going to be I'm going to pull this tweet, talk about this tomorrow. What I'm talking about now? I'm not going to tell you. Oh, I have to wait
5: till tomorrow's show. PJ okay. Maxwell played 73 games last year. Who? So just called him PJ Maxwell. Oh
7: yeah, <laughs> you did, Kyle.
5: We're doing too much here. (laughs) Too much is happening.
2: Too much is going on. Uh, We'll continue with your Kings talk. We have a lot of reaction from you to get to. Also, uh, did a TV network just make an awful decision that's going to ruin us all?
3: Catch the Oakland A's every weekend on Sacktown Sports. Friday nights, Saturdays, and Sundays.
4: Thinking that's going to get down for a hit. Around third to score is Tony Kemp. And the A's have taken the lead.
3: Town Sports, your weekend home for the Oakland A's.
5: Town Sports coverage of the Oakland Days is brought to you by Xfinity 10G, the next generation network.
1: Sacramento weather is brought to you by Elk Grove Honda.
5: I'm Mark Finan. In the KCRA 3 Weather Center, skies will stay clear through the night tonight. A delta breeze will cool us to the upper 50s by morning. Tomorrow afternoon will be warmer than today with highs in the low 90s. Get the latest forecast on the KCRA 3 News and the KCRA 3 app.
1: At Elk Grove Honda, we see every Honda buyer as a member of the family, so we make sure every certified pre-owned Honda is one we would buy from ourselves see our selection of certified pre-owned hondas in the elk grove auto mall or online at elkgrovehonda.com
0: i gotta get an elk grove honda honda
6: if you're hiring it can feel like trying to find a needle in a haystack you can hope the right person comes along or you can just use ZipRecruiter,
3: like marco president of operations at Telly tires and auto centers ZipRecruiter helps
0: me find all the right people even the most difficult jobs to fill
5: See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Now try ZipRecruiter free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash F-R-E-E. Sacramento Kings basketball is back this summer catch six games of nba action and fun for the whole family when the california classic summer league returns on july 3rd and 5th the kings will host the golden state warriors los angeles lakers miami heat and newly added san antonio spurs and charlotte hornets with the number one and number two nba draft picks two day passes start at just 42 dollars and include access to all six games visit kings.com slash california classic for more information
6: and to buy your tickets today Pain is not normal. Repeat, pain is not normal. Greetings, Sacramento. Doug Christie here with the Good Feet Store. Does this sound familiar? It's the end of the work day and the pain in your feet, knees, hips, or back is unrelenting. Goodfeet understands that you've likely already tried assorted remedies and solutions with no relief. And now you're pretty much resigned to living with the pain But do not give in to the pain Instead, come to the Goodfeet store for their end-to-end three-step art support system. Goodfeet is the nation's largest manufacturer and retailer of personalized art supports with art supports in over 300 sizes, styles, and flexibilities and an art support specialist in each store. Come in today for a free no obligation arch support fitting then take them for a test walk around the store or around the center experience the comfort balance and support possible with the good feet system the Good Store in Sacramento, Roseville, Stockton, Modesto, and now
4: in Vacaville, online at goodfeet.com. I'm Ken Korak with your green and gold report, brought to you by Xfinity 10G, the next generation network. Well, coming up in August, the A's will induct the next class into the A's Hall of Fame. It'll be before the A's play the Giants on Sunday, August 6th. And what a group. Jason Giambi, World Series champions, Carney Lansford and Gene Tennis, five-time All-Star and former Philadelphia Athletic Bob Johnson, and the great voice of God, Roy Steele. The induction ceremony, the A's and the Giants, on August 6th. Ken Korak here, introducing you to the Xfinity 10G Network. Xfinity is undergoing a multi-year network evolution, giving you a powerful connection today while building toward a faster, more reliable tomorrow. The Xfinity 10G Network gives you the fastest internet with even faster speeds rolling out all the time. You also get a consistent and reliable connection when everyone's online, even during peak hours. That's a home run. If you want to learn more, go online at Xfinity.com backslash 10 Are you ready for
1: an incredible pre-owned blowout this 4th of July? Elk Grove Kia has got you covered with over 300 used cars, SUVs, vans, and trucks available. Every single one of our vehicles has gone through an extensive 150-point inspection, so you can buy with complete confidence. We stand by our cars and offer a bring-it-back guarantee. If you're not satisfied, simply return it. Worried about your credit? Don't be. At Elk Grove Kia, we have 100 years of combined experience in helping our customers get the best financing options available. Charge-offs, repossessions, forklifts, bankruptcies, no problem. Our team specializes in finding solutions for every credit situation. But before you even step foot in our dealership, let us show you what we can do for you. Give us a call or visit our website, and our dedicated team will work with you to find the perfect vehicle and the best financing option. This 4th of July, Elk Grove Kia is your destination for incredible pre-owned deals. Visit us today at Elk Grove Kia, or check us out online at elkgrovekia.com. Turn your into a
0: smile.
1: Live
3: and local in the afternoon.
1: They always keep you on edge. Cattles. And Rami.
4: On Sacktown Sports.
2: Kelly sending me adorable videos of Sammy rolling in the grass at the park.
3: Aww.
2: During the show. Aww.
3: yeah! Just tweeted out the video. Who's a good boy? <laughs> a girl. girl.
7: I was going to say.
3: All dogs are boys. No. <laughs>
7: Is that really true? Because a lot of people always call my dog, they always are just, saying, like, that's a good boy.
3: I'll uh, assume a dog is a boy and a cat Cats is a Cats are ladies? Yes.
7: <laughs> that's really funny. <laughs> it's
3: kind of the go tos, right? I don't know if that okay. makes me misogynistic or sexist in some way, but uh, definitely does.
7: Genders, yeah. Just
3: how I feel. Non binary right, so animals. Is this, uh, is this
2: JR or is it Junior Simone? JR. JR. Okay, Jr. thinks I'm grumpy. Let's go to Jr., who's on the phones. Hey, Jr. What's up? How are
0: you doing? I'm doing well. Great. How are you? Hey, yeah. Don't go. Don't be going all Joe Pesci on your friends there, good fellows. <laughs> <laughs> Get a little sleep before you start firing people up and shooting them or something. <laughs> <laughs> Going to
3: tell Kyle to go get his shine box. Yeah,
0: <laughs>
7: Jr. called yeah. and he said, "Why was he yelling about or yelling about pollen to you?" And I pollen. said, "I don't know."
0: <laughs> oh, oh God! Talking about pollen here? Are we talking about pollen,
2: <laughs> Jr.? Thank you, I appreciate the phone call. Hey, man. hey, real oh, quick though, sure.
0: I, Davion Mitchell, are you? I, you just talked about how important defense is. Yeah. We need the young man. I, I'm i a full-on fan. We need him 100% on our roster next year.
2: JR, I, need- I, I love Davion. I do. I just – I wonder if he's a fit with De'Aaron and, and Malik Monk here because the, the I, I agree with you. Defensively, Davion's terrific. Again, I love him, and I think he's a starting point guard in the NBA. I just – He's better with the basketball in his hands. I don't know if he's ever going to be a catch and shoot guy. And with, with De'Aaron and, and Malik and Domas having the basketball in their hands so much, I just don't think he's a great fit offensively for them.
0: I just think when we get into a series like we did with the Warriors, you need a man like that to cover someone like Curry. And I asked, I'll live to my grave that in game seven, I, I thought he should play more in the third quarter, oh. and he didn't. And. And all of a sudden, you know, Curry's – you're going to go against Curry in a playoff, and that's why you need a Mitchell who is committed to defense. I get it. He might be the Bobby Jackson of this team. He will not be a starter. But I just – I can't see letting him go, especially in the next two, three years. That's all. J.R. the show. Thank you, man. You're appreciate great. the call. Don't so, be nice to your coworkers. Yeah, be nice. Man. I
2: appreciate you. Fantastic Joe Pesci He's reference.
3: grumpy
0: um
2: grumpy. Look, Jr. is preaching to the choir when it comes to playing Davion in Game 7. I, I screamed enough about that at the time. I do recall. I You want to talk about me being Joe Pesci? That was, a, that was a Joe Pesci moment. I was ready to move furniture up in this place about Davion not playing enough in that game seven. I'm with you, JR, on that. And when I talk about Davion getting traded, I think it's because he's one of your best assets that you're willing to give up. And because you hate him. Not true. I would also mention that if you if you trade Davion, it's not like I'm saying trade Davion and then do nothing.
3: You would have to bring in a defensive guard. Patrick Beverly? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm in on Pat Bev. Tyus
5: Jones is sitting over there in Washington. So I'm not saying move from Davion, move on from
2: Davion, and then do nothing. I'd say move on from Davion and, and then start looking at the free agency market or maybe a, a small kind of trade that you can make and somebody that could step up and, and defend a little bit for you coming off the bench. And I'd also say that if you if you do it right this offseason, you should add defenders as well. And that's something we should talk about probably tomorrow, now that I'm thinking about it, if you guys want to write this down. If you bring in Sasha Vizankov, not a defender. If you bring in Kyle Kuzma, defense optional kind of player is that a good idea are, are they going to be too focused offensively you just had the best offense in the NBA score more points we how how much did we talk about defense and, and defense being an absolute this off season trying to bring in defenders at at multiple positions and bringing in versatile defenders if you get the kuzma who's defense optional, and you get Vizankov who is not terrible defensively from what people have told us, but he's certainly not a defensive stalwart. He's not somebody who's going to scare offensive players away with his defense. If you don't get much better defensively this offseason, is that a terrible idea? I don't know. I'm just asking the question because we, we saw their up and down performance on that end of the floor. I would love to get some defense in here. And when people ask me about, oh, what would you do if it's not Kuzma? Something else we could talk about this week is, do you want to add multiple players? Or are you looking to add one player with that cap space? I would argue if you bring in Grant Williams, Kuzma's a more electric, quote-unquote, offensive player. But Grant's a guy who can defend three through five. He's somebody that can defend multiple positions throughout a game. And he's somebody who can knock down 39-40% of his threes. So, do we just not account for defense?
3: I don't I don't know. I don't like Grant Williams' face. <laughs> Is he Joey Bosa? Yeah. He's the NBA version of yeah, Joey Bosa. See? Another guy. Just like, just his face. Don't like you know Grant, Grant Williams. Williams yeah, face? just don't like his face. I don't want to have to look at that every night. <laughs> <laughs> Let that Not a fan. <laughs> it's a terrible
2: thing to say. I know. I don't want to look at that. Uh, I don't uh, at Derek Gray 93 at Nick C Radio on Twitter. Kings need guys who can help on defense. Jeremy Grant. Grant Williams better fits. They should also look to see if they could get DeAndre Hunter. Kyle, you're an NBA guy. Are you up or down on DeAndre Hunter?
5: Kind of in the middle. I mean, he's not worth the fourth pick that they drafted him with, but at the same time, they're only paying him $20 million a year, so... He's a fine player. He could be the fourth or fifth best player on a playoff contender. I have a hard time saying I'm all in.
2: I'm all in on DeAndre Hunter because he he has been disappointing in Atlanta. But if you got really good, if you got really good to
5: to like sealing DeAndre Hunter, I love that. So some of the nerd numbers, by the way, him and PJ Washington have the exact same win shares for last season. So they were basically giving you exactly the same production.
2: Interesting. Uh, we'll get back to the to the Kings in a, in a few minutes, but I did just want to mention this because it made me sick, and I think anybody who watches television should be sickened by this news. Ryan Seacrest is replacing Pat Sajak. What's your beef with Seacrest? Does he scream exciting host I mean, to you? Does he does he scream? Unique. This is, this is a paint by numbers
3: higher. Yeah, but I let's mean, get the I'll cardboard do, TV guy. I'll do respect to say Jack. If there's if there's a game show that requires a paint by numbers host, just you just go out there and do How the thing. Dare you
2: be smirched? The fine That's name it. of Pat like, Sajak. With, with,
3: with the prices right, you need some personality. With with with. Uh, Family Feud, you need a little personality. This is perfect for Seacrest. He reads off of cards. Trust me,
7: he is not a Jeopardy guy.
3: No, Jeopardy, you need, yeah, Jeopardy Jeopardy is probably one of the toughest game shows to host. You have to have some kind of command of the subject matter. I'm so out on this. I could not be more out on Ryan Seacrest than I am. Seacrest out. Hey!
2: <laughs> how many shows is this guy going on? I don't know how host. many jobs he has. I've had enough of Ryan Seacrest. I can st- name at least four. Is
7: he still doing American Idol or am is I he still like, doing really the show with Kelly myself? Ripa?
3: He <laughs> okay. is still doing that show. Wait, I thought Kelly Rippa's husband was her co host now. <laughs> no, she's gone through like 20 co hosts.
5: <laughs> Strahan, her husband. Yes. He does American Top 40 on iHeartRadio. He does the. Which,
2: can I just say this? Should have been retired with Casey Kasem. They're. Amer- that should not have been a thing
3: after Casey Kasem. I mean, they're still a the top forty. I'm Casey you can make it Casey. top thirty with Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> so is this just and Ryan Seacrest a Terrible is the, Casey Kasem impression. Because Ryan
5: Seacrest also does Dick Clark's New Year's Eve. So about. is it just he fills all the old roles now? Is that how it goes?
2: Yeah, replace the really old white hosts with the the, the younger white The younger white (laughs) hosts.
5: This is his third one, right? He's got American Top 40. He's got Dick Clark's New Year's Eve, and now he's got Wheel of Fortune. Does he bring his own Vanna?
2: Let me ask you this. Does anybody, by the way, pay Vanna. Vanna White's been wrong. She hasn't gotten a raise in like 18 years. 18 years! But here's, and that's true, by the way. You can look it up. So has anybody... Watched Ryan Seacrest and said to themselves, man, if it wasn't for Seacrest, this show wouldn't be good. This guy saves this show. No, but... Nobody in the history of radio or television has ever uttered
3: that. I don't want to go Joe Pesci. Have you ever watched Nobody. Have you ever watched The Wheel of Fortune and thought, man, this Sajak guy, he really makes the show. But Sajak had one job. Do we need Seacrest with 15? Okay, so that's Sajak your beef. Sajak and Vanna gotcha. White
5: were there for 42 years. Yeah, yeah Sajak, like, he began for him.
2: with... All of TV when Sajak was doing it, when he began, it was all like Sajak. Would you want Sajak to just change dramatically in like after 25 years? Get a years, Mohawk. He's going to become Howard Stern. It's going to be all outrageous. I can't believe you don't like my Casey Kasem impression. It's awful. <laughs> nobody, nobody has asked for Ryan Seacrest. Nobody. You can't tell me that one person... Wants Ryan Seacrest on their television. Nobody says, if I don't get Seacrest, I'm not watching. There's not a single person who says that. You could put anybody in that spot and they could do. Yeah, anybody. So why is he making hundreds of millions of dollars just Any
3: replacement level game (laughs) show host could probably host a Wheel of Fortune. So Wayne Brady could do it? Oh, Wayne Brady's a super talent. Wayne Brady's awesome. Wayne Brady's a a mega star. Let's make a deal. Wayne Brady
2: style is fantastic. I love Wayne Brady. Like, even Drew Carey was a fun hire. A little outside the box. Ryan Seacrest? Yuck. And he's made a lot of money, so nobody feel bad for the guy.
5: The guy's gotten more money out of his level of talent than anybody oh, that's walked the planet. God bless him. Plus, that syndicated television money. Whew, he's going to make I'm, so much from Wheel of Fortune.
2: Maybe that's why I'm tired of it. He's made, just making so much money to be mediocre.
7: America.
2: Somebody woke up and said, "You know what? We need more Ryan Seacrest." More Seacrest. Who the hell said that to themselves? Uh, his agent. Seacrest's family doesn't even want with say, as much Seacrest as we get. He's got a hell of an agent. We have to deal with Seacrest more than his family does. Are you a big Wheel of Fortune guy? I mean, are you going to have to? Not necessarily.
7: All right. So Seacrest's not a part of your life. I want
2: Van White to kick him with a heel.
7: Cole G in the YouTube chat. Cattles hate Seacrest as much as Kuzma? More. Okay.
2: Kuzma has some talent. <laughs> Just don't know what he does. Hey, everybody. Ryan Seacrest. Okay, great. <laughs> Is he funny? He's not funny. Nope. Is he entertaining? He's never made me laugh. He's not entertaining. He's
3: never entertained me. What does white he? White teeth. What a great he has teeth. Super wide teeth, and good head of hair.
7: Spiky hair. Plastic face.
3: Good tan. Weird good, kind good radio voice. Good weird,
2: weird I got a better radio voice than that but dude. Absolutely. You know who has a great radio voice? Not you. Casey
3: Casey. Oh, you needed to do it again.
6: <laughs> Let's break.